Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. We're studying together in the book of 1 Peter, and we've been going verse by verse through this book, as we have done with most of the New Testament now, and we're venturing in today to chapter number 5. If you've missed any of these broadcasts up to this point, I'll invite you to go wherever you get your podcasts, and then search for us, Striving for Revival, and you can get us via podcast, and that enables you to go back and listen and re-listen to past broadcasts podcast, and it kind of helps, you know, in studying. You can take notes, go back and re-listen, refresh yourself on some of the content, and that way we can stay up to date and on the same page one with another. I appreciate the fact that you take time out of your day to make this broadcast a part of your walk with God. And honestly, all I'm doing is I read through the Bible, and God will speak to my heart about some things, and I'll take those things, and then I share them with you. And I just pray it'll be a blessing to you. And I tell you this, the Word of God always hits the mark. It always is on target. It's always on time. And God knows what we need, and you'll find what you need in the Word of God. I know some people... They'll come and uh, ask me questions, Pastor, I'm not hearing from God, or I don't know what God desires for my life, and, 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 and always ask, are you reading your Bible? If you're not reading your Bible, then how are you supposed to have the mind of God? If you want the mind of God, you open up the Word of God, and that's where we find God's will for our life, God's way for our life, God's Word for our life in the Bible. So with that in mind, let's study together. First Peter chapter 5, and we'll read verse 1, and verse number 2, and verse number uh, Three. We might get into verse number four today. We'll see how uh, time permits. Verse number one, the elders which are among you, I exhort. So Paul is now, or sorry, Peter is now speaking to a specific group of people. He's speaking to these which are called elders. We'll talk about that here in just a moment. He said, I exhort who am an elder, also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed, here's a command, feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being in samples to the flock. So Peter is writing, and he's writing, I said, to a specific crowd now. No longer is it just these uh, individuals, these these Christians at large, but now he brings it down into a a sub-segment of these people. They're the elders. Now, we're not just talking about those that are of age, uh, of a greater age than others in this church, but the word elder 
It's very interesting. It's a term used for one of the offices in the local church, a leader, a pastor. Three terms are used interchangeably for this leader in the New Testament. We use the word pastor. Uh, the word bishop is used. We have Ephesians 4.11, pastor, bishop, and Titus 1.7. And then the word elder is found in Titus, uh, verse number 5 chapter of, of chapter number 1 through verse number 7. And elder is a term which speaks of authority and respect from the church, just like you would give to your father or the leader of a home. So the pastor is an elder. These terms, pastor, bishop, and elder, are used interchangeably in the New Testament. And they all refer to the same person. Now, we understand that in the New Testament local church, there are two offices, the office of the pastor and the office of the deacon. Those are the two offices. Now, Paul, or Peter sorry, is writing to the pastors, the pastors that are in these churches, those that are among the flock, these that are going to be shepherds, if you will, leading sheep. And though each refers to a different responsibility, pastor, bishop, and elder, each hits a different angle on the same office, they all refer to leadership. A pastor is one who shepherds. A bishop is one who takes oversight. An elder is a one of authority and a respected position. So he's writing to these that are in this leadership position. Now, what's interesting interesting is Peter's writing to these that have come out of Judaism, and they're used to that synagogue uh, type of a uh, setup, and so that word sort of takes their mind back to the leadership that would be in the Jewish synagogue. These early churches were born out of a synagogue. The familiar term for its leadership is transferred now to the leadership of a church, this elder position. So as the church becomes more Western and Gentile in nature, as we see it unfolding, we do away with those terms terms bishop, that term elder, and we use that term pastor. Now, there are some churches still that will refer to uh, a board of elders, but I believe that is not biblical the way they have that set up. But we use primarily uh, in the Baptist church that word pastor. It's a distinct office. It's a, uh, a high office. It's an uh, office that I'll be respected. And it's an office that comes with much uh, accountability and responsibility. So he said, I'm exhorting you who are pastors. I'm exhorting you who have leadership positions. Uh, he said, I'm exhorting you just because, uh, just like I am one of you, here's what I exhort you to do. Feed the flock of God, which is among you. Feed the flock of God. Feed. Now, that's an interesting word. He's talking about be like a shepherd that leads your sheep to green pastures. Be a shepherd that provides for these sheep, your flock. Now, a sheep won't take care of itself very well. It needs to be sheared. It has to be cleaned. It ought to be led to the right pasture. And so he's saying as a pastor, as a leader, as an elder, as a bishop, it is your duty, it is your job, it is your design that you are to lead the flock, that you're to provide for the flock, that you are to nourish the flock with the Word of God, and you are to make sure that they are taken care of and protected. That's the pastor's job. A pastor is not just a man who pulls a paycheck. A pastor is not just a man who kicks back in the parsonage and watches football on Saturday uh, afternoon. Uh, the pastor is not just the one who's uh, going day to day playing golf, doing this, that, and the other with no worries until it's sermon time on Sunday morning. No, the pastor's job is to be a shepherd to the sheep, a shepherd to the flock. That's a 24-hour-a-day, seven days a week duty, obligation, job with an expectation to take care of those that you're to lead. Jesus is the chief shepherd. 
We understand that from verse number four, but you are the under shepherd, sir, and you're to feed the flock of God which among you. And there says, take the oversight thereof. That means you can't just be one of the boys. You're not just going to be a, a buddy. You're not just going to sit back and let things happen as they will. You are going to give an account to God for what happens in your church. So you're to take the oversight thereof, and that's a verb form of a word for that uh, that word oversight comes from the word bishop, but here we have it in verb form, and it means be an overseer. Actively take a leadership role. You ought to set the pace. You ought to organize the program. You ought to make sure everything's in line. You ought to make sure things stay clean and holy and biblical. And if anything happens under your sight, it's not the problem of the people. It's your problem if you didn't take the oversight thereof. That's the job of the pastor. I understand it might not be popular. Nobody likes an authority figure unless it's them, of course, in authority. But pastors in the Bible, a pastor in the Bible is a position of authority. It's a position of accountability. You're to lead the flock. You're to feed the flock, and you are to have the oversight of what happens in the local church. Well, I, I can't. I, I've preached for some men, not not more than once, but I've been there before. Well, I'm going to apologize to you up front over the music now. I, my music man just won't listen. He just won't. Sister So and Gertrude over there, she just won't pay attention. She, her standards aren't mine, and I've talked to her about the way she dresses, but, well, she just won't have it, so she'll probably come wearing this, that, and the other. Can I say that is wrong? You ought to resign. You ought to go get an honest job pumping gas for somebody. I mean, come on, preacher. Your job is to set the standard. You see, but I'll run them off. You'd be better off running them right off and keeping your church right with God than having a bunch of backslidden heathen run around the place uh, with a man of God on a string like a puppet. That's not what the Bible teaches. Now, we don't take the oversight by lording over being a dictator, being cruel and mean. No, but we do lead as God leads us, and it is your job. You say, well, I don't like that. Well, then go do something else. But Peter said, I exhort you. Feed the flock of God which is among you. Preach the Bible to them. Teach the Bible. Know your Bible. Study to fill yourself so that you can pour out for your people. You've got a responsibility not to give fluff, not just to give spiritual sugar, but to give a nourishing meal. Feed them. And then taking the oversight of, not by constraint but willing. You don't have to be made to do it. You ought to have a call on your life, not for filthy lucre. You don't do it for money. You don't do it for a private jet, amen, a big house, a paycheck but of a ready mind, not as being lords over God's heritage, but being in samples to the flock. I thank God for every good pastor, and there's a bunch of them out there. And I'm praying for you today that you'll continue to serve according to the Scripture. And God help us to take the oversight, to feed, and to do it with the right heart motivation. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.